open season, y'all. The concept is fantastic. Let us rechoose. Yes, more on this in this episode of Stationed with Stories. Station with Stories. That's it. All right. You are listening to Stationed with Stories. I am your host, Kalisha Hollis Jesse. And before we get started, let me just let y'all know that these are my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts. And they do not represent or reflect the positions, opinions, or views of the U.S. Armed Forces in any way. All right. Y'all, now that we have that out of the way, hi, peeps. Really excited to be with you all again another week. And you know what? We are in such a good place right now. A couple more episodes left for those who are wondering. We are going to take a little break. Season two will be over at the end of November this year. Okay, so a couple more episodes. We will go all the way through November And then I'm going to take a little break. We're just going to get all nice and cozy for the winter as it sets in. And I will be back in the spring. The plan, y'all, is to be back in March 2024, okay? But I will definitely keep you all updated on the website and also on social media. Now, you're probably wondering, if you are new to the podcast, where can I find you, girl? Yes, stationedwithstories.com is where you can find me. That is the website. And I will make sure that that is updated so you will know when the next episode drops of season three. Okay, so we have a couple more episodes of season two, but I will make sure that you all know there. And then also social media, stationed underscore story is where you can find me on IG and X. And y'all, you know what? Wherever you are listening. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you leave all the stars that you share with a friend because sharing is caring. And of course, I would love to hear what you think about the podcast. So make sure that you leave a comment. Okay. And uh, let's just jump into a station with stories. Y'all know we need to start with these stories. And it was a good reading week for me this past week. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I ended up reading two books, finishing two books this past week, and I am going to focus on one of them. And this book is actually called The Golden Couple, and it came out this year, 2023, okay? Because, you know, I like to give y'all that fresh, that fresh take, okay? And so this book is by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekinen. And this, you know, is a duel. And I'm always fascinated by that, right? Two people coming together to write a book. And this book, it is a novel, but it is a mystery thriller suspense. And I have not reviewed one of those in a little while. And I was thinking, let's let's give them something a little different, right? Throw in something different. For those who enjoy that type of thing, the mystery, the thriller, the suspense, this is the book for you. My words are plausible, intriguing, webby. All right, plausible. Now, this book is centered on... Three main characters, you have Avery, who really gave me Olivia Pope in Scandal vibes. So she is a therapist, but really she's an ex-therapist, okay? So you learn from the very beginning that she has some unconventional ways of providing therapy to people that eventually got her, I don't think they call it debarred, but basically she (laughs) becomes an ex-therapist because... They take her license, y'all. So she is not licensed to practice therapy anymore, but she's still a therapist, right? She has her ways. And so you get this feeling that you have this rogue woman. 
And the plausibility part for me is that her clients that we're focusing on in this particular book are Marissa and Matthew, and they have the pedigree and their descriptions from the beginning of the book. It's just kind of like this cookie cutter, almost not caricature, but just you can visualize these people, right? We have heard of these people who have everything going on with them and they have the money and they have the right address and they put their kids in the right schools. And and so that is who you meet. And their story from the beginning, it just seems plausible. It's like, okay, I can buy that there are people like this in the world. They have problems mm -hmm, because they come to this therapist who's a rogue therapist. So, you know, they got some problems, Mm -hmm. but right. It's kind of plausible that these people exist intriguing. Now it is intriguing because you have the initial issue that this couple comes to Avery for. Okay. And it is, you know, the classic betrayal, but there's more under the surface and that piece is intriguing. So you know that there's more lies. There are more lies. There are more layers to the story with this couple, okay? So that's one piece of the intrigue. But the other piece is that you have this rogue ex-therapist who also has some layers to her. And it's like, what happened to her past? How did she get her license taken away from her? And what is she trying to hide from or trying to evade right now? And because, and I say that because you find out like she has this like security system and she's really conscious of her safety, her personal safety. So you're like, hmm, this is intriguing, y'all. You know, you are turning the page in this book, okay? And then the last word, Webby. And this is actually a word I didn't know whether it's a word. I like I say it's a it's webby, you know, it's it's webby. It's like a big, a big web, and apparently it's a word, okay? So here you go. <laughs> the the book is really webby because you have all of these threads that seem like they are disconnected, and but they're they're all one thread. They all come together in some way, and you have a lot of storylines to track. And there are quite a few characters who seem intriguing or at some points they're like, should we be suspecting this person of ill doing? Like there there are quite a few characters of that sort in this book, which is, I guess, typical of a mystery thriller suspense book, right? You have a lot of people who could be suspected of wrongdoing and you have to follow it to the very end to figure out exactly what is happening or what what happened. So that is that book, okay? The Golden Couple came out this year, 2023. Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekinen, they came together to write this book. And my words are plausible, intriguing, webby. If you like thriller suspense and, you know, something that's a pretty quick read, check it out if you so choose. All right, y'all, moving on to the topic of the day. Listen, Open season should apply to just about everything. Open season. Okay, so for those who are in the military world, middle spouse world, you probably know what TRICARE is. Actually, you definitely know what TRICARE is. And like I tell y'all, you know, I'm still fairly new to this game. And so what do I know? Not too much. But I'm always learning, always finding out things. One thing I understood from the very beginning, though, 
was that TRICARE was important to understand. And, you know, for those of us who have our own jobs that carry its own insurance, maybe you don't really rely on TRICARE as much because you have your own insurance and additional insurance. But for those who are primarily leaning on TRICARE, right, the health insurance, for your needs, you know that it is, you know, it's a catch-all in terms of military life. That is what we use. And if you didn't know, mm -hmm, this is the beginning of TRICARE open season. So it's starting, if you're listening to it right now, as the podcast comes out, then right now is the time, okay? And open season is a pretty cool time, right? No matter what kind of insurance you have, because you can just choose something different, different level of coverage, different insurance, you know, like it or add on someone easily. I mean, you can do a lot of different things during open season. And I actually, for different reasons, have been looking forward to this time because I'm like, mm, yeah, I kind of need to change my coverage. And I have been looking forward to this time, y'all. And it's, it's really about choosing something and then needing to rechoose, right? That's open season, no matter what insurance you have. Like you chose a particular type of coverage and then it's like, mm, I need something a little different now, okay? And it got me to thinking, y'all. It got me to thinking, listen, just about everything should have an open season, an, an opportunity for us as a consumer to decide that we don't want this anymore. We want something different, okay? Now, what do I mean by that, y'all? Listen, that kind you know, when you're in the military world and you're moving around a lot and you have to make choices, sometimes quite quickly, Sometimes you don't always make the best choice or the most informed choice, or you are making a choice based off of good information, but you don't know from experience how it will work out for you, right? You know, you're out in Virginia and you're trying to make a choice on where you're going to live in California. And you're, you know, you're trying your best to make an informed decision based on what people have told you, based on the online forums where you've asked people about things and you make a choice of what neighborhood you want to look in. And then you get there and then you start living in this place for a while. And you're like, mm -mm, I'm going to need to rechoose. Is there an open season? Is, it, is there an open season for like housing where, you know, I'm not talking about the end of the lease, but it's just like, no, before that. Yes, is there a season where I can say, can I please choose again? I've chosen incorrectly. Y'all, I know. And even if you're not in, right, this, this lifestyle, there are things just in life that you're like, can I try again? Can I choose again? Y'all, so I was thinking about housing for sure. I know we chose an apartment and that was something that I took on in this last move. Mm-hmm. I went and found the place and I showed, you know, a video to my husband, and all of that. And we decided on the place and very quickly we were like, yeah, it's a nice place. It's, I mean, I have no complaints. I'm not complaining. Okay. But there were just some aspects of a living situation that we quickly understood would not work for us very well. And for different reasons, we decided to stick with it. But listen, Open season, had it just been so simple to just change really quickly, 
y'all, that that might have been what we did. Um, also, y'all, not just housing. Listen, when it comes to job communities in the military, and I've seen this a couple of times, and I probably should have some type of interview moving forward. Someone who changed communities, like either they started enlisted and then they went into the officer route, or maybe they started in a particular community, particular job, and then they decided, no, I need to go into a different type of community, different type of job in the military. Or y'all, you know, people who go from like army to Navy or go from, you know, Navy to Air Force, those people, right? They they had to go through a lot to change up their careers. And for us out in the world, you know, maybe it's a little bit easier for us because we don't have these, necessarily have these contracts that we must stick to or we can go to jail <laughs> if we don't fulfill those contracts in terms of working time. But y'all... Open season. Can you imagine? And I've been talking to different people lately and someone, an old friend, her and I were talking and she said her husband is trying to shift into a different line of duty in the Navy. And I was just saying, I hope that goes well for you. And, and I'm sure that that's a big decision for him. And so they are kind of putting their hat in the, or what was the expression? Kind of they're throwing their name in the hat right, for him to be able to transition into this new line of work, right? It'll be a totally different job for him and different set of, you know, opportunities for him to grow and all of that. And, and yeah, open season? Listen, I think that a lot of people would jump for the opportunity to be able to get into open season, y'all. And even, I mean, like I said, outside the military community, y'all, there's just... Sometimes you get into a job and I know, Mm -hmm. sometimes you get into, you just signed up for something or even like a volunteer opportunity and you didn't really understand, you know, there are maybe like six different options. You're like, oh, I'm going to do option number three. And then you realize option number three, it it really wasn't what you thought it was going to be. And maybe you should have done option number four. And so y'all, it's open season. Just let me re-choose. Just don't, don't judge me. Because I made a rash or uninformed or just like a choice that was informed, but I just didn't know the depths of which I would not enjoy the choice I made. Y'all, open season is just this, it's a level of grace that the people need. Don't you agree? We all need that level of grace where it's just like, give me another chance to make another decision that works for me. Y'all, even duty stations, mm mm-hmm. For the ranking that happens when people get slated and they can look and see where they can be, the top places that they want to go or the type job, top jobs they want to have. And, you know, you get there and it's like, yeah, I don't like the West Coast. Why am I here? I don't even understand how we how this was on t- the top of our list. How do we do this? This was not a good idea. Y'all open season. And obviously, practically. Really, it would be chaos, <laughs> utter chaos if we all got a chance to do open season on everything. Because listen, humans will change their minds. We are fickle creatures. But still, there are just certain decisions that don't you wish you can kind of like adjust a little bit? Not that you change all of it, but just adjust a little bit. Just let this this track here open season. You know, I'm not getting rid of insurance. 
you know, I'm not, you know, totally tossing out the window. I'm just adjusting my choices. So that is better for me, y'all. Schools, I was thinking about schools, y'all. You put your kid in a particular school and you're like, yeah, this is not working for my kid. Week three, week five, you're like, yeah, I wish there was open season where I can pull my kid out of this and put them into a better school or a different type of program and it not be disruptive mm-hmm, to their lives. Anyway, y'all, just some thoughts. Open season, y'all, the concept is fantastic. Let us rechoose. Yes, let us adjust our choices. All right, y'all, moving on to the last portion of the podcast. If you've been with me, you already know the last portion is always a little bit of original work from me. And this week, I have a piece of flash fiction entitled Singing the Truth. Marissa sang Into the Road by Boys to Men into the foam-covered microphone like her audience was the American Idol judges and not just her best friends, Tanya, Kelsey, and Kelsey's new boyfriend, Drew. Drew spelled D-R-U because his mama was a big fan of Drew Hill, which was yet another 90s-born male R&B group known for crooning soulful ballads. Marissa, girl, you need to forget about him, said Tanya when the song was over. You better have something upbeat for your next solo, Kelsey chimed. Marissa's best friends looked at her expectantly, lips pursing and eyes narrowing in that way best friends can be, both playful and threatening when they're trying to ascertain sensitive information. Marissa caved. Fine, I'm singing Officially Missing You by Tamia next, she said, prompting both Kelsey and Tanya to burst in exclamations of, I knew it, and Lord, please help her. After Drew and I do our song, we're moving into some Destiny's Child Independent Woman. Kelsey proclaimed as she and Drew stood up to take their turn. The intro to Love of My Life by Erica Baidu and Common had begun, and by the looks of their bouncing shoulders and Kelsey's quick snapping and truncated hand and feet movements, the lovebirds had pre-rehearsed choreography. They're so cute together, Marissa sighed. Marissa, you'll be happy again, okay? Tanya whispered back, clearly unable to understand her friend's sappy emotions. Marissa and Tanya bobbed their heads to the beat as Kelsey and her man started the song, all the while whispering back and forth, eyes never betraying their attention on the show happening before them in the cozy, bright living room loft they shared within D.C.'s city limits. I'm still hurt. So y'all are going to be hearing sad love songs all night, Marissa confessed. Actually, that's a good one. Another sad love song by Tony Braxton. She added the Tony Braxton song to their song cue while Tanya shook her head in pity. Marissa, I'm telling you, it's time to get over that man. I need to grieve, Marissa shot back. Grieve a two-week relationship, Tanya asked brows knitted in confusion. It was two months. You were long distance. So, I was in love, Marissa said with deep lament. Tanya rolled her eyes. You're hopeless when it comes to men, Marissa. 
Tanya pronounced. Ashley, I have the perfect song for you. Tanya added to their song list what she thought perfect for her friend. Why Do Fools Fall in Love by Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers. Marissa sucked her teeth and shook her head in denial as she read the song title. What are you two talking about? Asked Kelsey, returning to her seat on the couch now that her and Drew's turn was over. The song I picked for Marissa, Tanya said, showing her the song especially picked for their friend. Oh yeah, Kelsey said with a smirk as she turned her gaze towards their lovesick friend. Why Do Fools Fall In Love is definitely the song for you. All right, y'all, that is it for this episode. I hope that you all have enjoyed it and I have already told you Mm -hmm. how to find me. Definitely check out the website. Check me out on X and IG. And y'all, I will be back next week. This is Station with Stories, and I am your host, Kalisha Hollis Jesse. Bye, peeps. Station with Stories. That's it.